It's time for Recipe of the Day. It is Friday. We've made it to the weekend, and I think this weekend should have a special breakfast, including some homemade beef breakfast sausage patties. These are so delicious. They're wonderful for people who don't eat pork, so they don't eat like regular pork breakfast sausage, but they're also just great if you have ground beef and want to do something different with it. So for this recipe, I've used the exact same seasoning blend that I use in my pork breakfast sausages and my turkey breakfast sausages, and I know you've heard me talk about the breakfast sausage seasoning mix before because you can put it in things that aren't breakfast sausage to make them taste like breakfast sausage, like even just mixed with cream cheese and spread on a bagel. You know what I mean? But anyhow, it is that same blend. I did try using some different seasonings, trying to make it like things that go better with beef. But what I found with that original seasoning blend, just as it is, really does make the beef taste like breakfast sausage. So I've decided to not change it and that is what's going in there. I will tell you about that in a second. I just have a few more things to say first. So I use lean ground beef when making these, and then you just don't get very much fat coming out in the pan as they cook, and then they don't shrink. They kind of stay a similar size and shape to how they start. But if you use a different kind of ground beef with a higher fat content, they will just shrink a little bit and you'll get a little bit of fat in the pan. Not a big deal. You can also cut the beef with a different kind of ground meat. So you can do half beef and half pork. You can do half beef and half turkey, that will all work. So that is an option also. Now, when it comes to cutting your sausage patties, I have a brilliant way to do this. I learned this from my parents. And actually, the pictures in the recipe of this being done were taken by my parents in their kitchen when my dad was doing that sausage making series with me. It's a really great technique. What you do is you mix up your seasonings into the meat, and then you get out a big sheet pan and you spread the meat down onto the sheet pan about a half an inch thick. Now, you can just cut them right then, but it actually helps to put them in the freezer for just a little while until it's really cold and starting to freeze, but not fully frozen. You don't have to do this, though. It just makes it a little bit easier. And then you have this big sheet pan of this meat. You use a cookie cutter or a glass or a jar to cut them. And so you just, you're not like shaping each individual patty. You see what I mean? You're just cutting them like you would if you were making cookies or something. And so what you can use to cut those, like I said, is a cookie cutter or a glass. You want something between a 2.5 to 3 inch diameter. What I've actually found is that a regular mason jar is 2.68 inches and it gives you patties that are a little bit smaller than the average ones that you would get like at a restaurant or that you're picturing, but they're actually a really nice size for breakfast sausage patties and tends to be what I do. The other thing you can use is a wide mouth mason jar. That's going to be a 3 inch diameter and that's going to give you more average size sausage patties. So you just cut those out. So you just go along your pan making those circles, transfer those to a plate, and then smoosh the meat back together a bit and push it down to a half inch thick, and then cut some more, and then you just keep doing that until all your meat has been cut. Pretty cool, right? Of course, if you have a sausage maker, you can put this into sausage casings. That will work as well, but I'm assuming most of you do not have that, so we're not going to get into that process here. Now, once you've cut all those sausage patties, you can cook them right away, and I'll be explaining how to do that, or you can freeze them. 
Um, since the patties are so quick cooking, I tend to freeze them uncooked and then I either thaw them and cook them or just cook them straight from frozen and they turn out much better than if you pre-cook them. If you pre-cook them and freeze them, I find them a little bit drier. Not terrible though, just a little bit. So my preference is to freeze them raw, in which case I'm going to get that baking sheet back out, the one that I just had all the meat on that I was cutting onto. No need to wash it at the moment and put some wax paper or parchment paper down and then put the patties all on there in a single layer so that they're not touching or overlapping and then just put that uncovered in the freezer until they're frozen. It's just going to take a couple of hours and then you transfer all of those to a zip top bag or container and since they froze separately, they will stay frozen pretty well separately. Sometimes they'll thaw just a tiny bit from opening the freezer door a little bit or something and can stick together and then you would just run those ones under some cool water in the sink to break them apart or just kind of shake the bag, bang it against the counter. That should knock them apart as well because they were frozen separately to start with. Okay, those are my main tips to making and keeping your sausage patties. Now I'm going to tell you how to make the mixture and then how to cook them once they're made. So as always, when making anything with ground meat, I like to mix everything but the meat together first, make sure that's well combined, then add the meat in. And that just helps me to not have to work the meat as much to make sure that everything is thoroughly combined. So in a big bowl, you're going to measure two teaspoons of brown sugar, one and a half teaspoons of dried sage, one and a half teaspoons of salt, a half teaspoon of black pepper, an eighth of a teaspoon of garlic powder, an eighth of a teaspoon of dried thyme, a pinch of cayenne if you would like, just that little bit of background heat, and then a pinch of cloves. That gives that little bit of background sweetness. And then you mix that all together and then you're adding in a pound of your lean ground beef and mix that just until combined, being careful to not over mix it. Then you're going to spread that out on the baking sheet, like I said, or even on a large plate, something flat, half inch thick. Use your cookie cutter, mason jar, or a glass, two and a half to three inch diameter to cut those circles. And then either you are freezing those or you are cooking them. When it comes to cooking them, you can cook them in a skillet or you can cook them in the air fryer. To cook them in the skillet, you're going to heat a large skillet to medium high heat. I use a nonstick skillet for this and then I just don't have to worry about them sticking. Also works in my cast iron. And then you add the sausage patties in a single non-overlapping layer and you're cooking them until they're well browned underneath. It's like three to four minutes. Then flip them over, cook them on the other side until they're well browned. Another three to four minutes. Cut into one. Make sure it's not pink inside anymore. Because this is ground meat, you do want it to be like essentially well done. So 160 degrees Fahrenheit. That is the safest. I know that a lot of people eat their beef rarer and like I do, you know, steak tartare and stuff like that, but then I'm usually like cutting up my own meat or I'm in a restaurant that I trust. So the best thing to do is 160 degrees Fahrenheit. If you want them less cooked, I will leave that up to you. And once they're cooked to your liking, you transfer them to a serving platter and get ready to dig in. I love them with a little bit of maple syrup on the side. That's just my favorite. Also, ketchup is quite good with these sausage patties. To cook them in the air fryer, you put them in a single non-overlapping layer in the air fryer basket. Mine fits nine patties. I spray the top lightly with cooking spray, just the tops of the patties. I think it helps them brown and to not dry out from the fan in the air fryer. And then they're being cooked at 400 degrees Fahrenheit until they're well browned and no longer pink inside. It's going to be about seven to nine minutes. That is it. 
I know you can't wait to try these, right? They are so good. You're going to love them. I will put the link to the recipe in the show notes for this podcast episode, or you can head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD and get it there. You can also get it in our Facebook group. I post the links to the recipe of the day every single morning, so you can always get the link to the recipe and to the podcast episode to listen, and then you can comment, ask questions, leave pictures if you make one of the recipes. I love when people do that. The Facebook group is at facebook.com slash groups slash recipe OTD. I look forward to seeing you there. I'm Christine Pittman from cookthestory.com, thecookful.com, the all-new chicken cookbook, and from this podcast recipe of the day. I hope you have a great day. Let's get cooking. (laughs) 